You are listening to the Gromart Podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers. Featuring experts in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to merchandise that grain so that they can make a profit. And other system news. It's very important to the Gromark system to encourage the future of agriculture. The Gromark podcast starts now. And now talking with Heather Thompson, Director of Innovation for Gromark. Um, talk to us a little bit about innovation as a, a big picture innovation at Gromark and, and where we are and where we will be going. Yeah, we've really been on a journey for innovation uh, the last four years since we launched the Grow Strategy. Uh, Winning innovations is one of the areas of Grow, and so we've been working on that for quite some time now. It's been an evolution, uh, and it's been really exciting to see that evolution. I think I think about our innovation journey really as an innovation in and of itself. We've had some. Uh, launch and iterate moments, some fail fast moments. We've learned a lot along the way, but I'm really excited about where we're at today. Uh, and that really uh, has has evolved because of our choice, our, our leadership choice to formalize our commitment around innovation to uh, both create a full-time staff role as well as to make a financial investment in a venture capital fund. And so when that decision was made last winter, uh, that really set the wheels in motion to pick up steam. And and we've seen a lot of uh, exciting momentum and innovation since then. And one of the things uh, with innovation that that we're launching this month is um, both um, an employee newsletter and a member company and like stakeholder newsletter to talk about innovation. Um, And this podcast is part of the the Growmark Employee Innovation Insights newsletter. Talk a little bit about how that came to be and what you hope to convey to employees as we go forward. Yeah, one of the things that we hear from employees frequently is that they just don't know what's going on with innovation and they and they have trouble understanding or um uh, you know, thinking about what innovation means in the organization. And so we want to provide an outlet and an opportunity to share uh, stories of innovation happening all over the organization. Gormark's actually a very innovative organization and has been for a long time. But I think a lot of times we think innovation means technology. We think innovation means Silicon Valley and startups. And that's not necessarily the case. It can be. That's certainly an an example of innovation. But innovation at Gromark, uh, pure and simple, is thinking and acting differently to achieve organizational objectives. And so when you break down that definition of innovation that we're embracing here at Gromark, that can be so many things. It doesn't have to be uh, technology. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, startup culture and, and, uh, you know, Google uh, kind of atmosphere. It really is about thinking about our jobs and the way we serve customers and our business today in a different manner, thinking about how we might change and improve that, and then taking action on those ideas to achieve the organizational objectives. And and that's something I think all of us can be engaged around, can have um, ideas around, and, and to participate in. And so this, this monthly newsletter is really a way for us to connect employees back to the overall big picture um, of innovation at Growmark, and also to share some of those stories of how it's happening today. So one of the things that, that you mentioned was the um, venture capital investment and cooperative ventures. And um, what do you want employees to know about that specifically in a big picture kind of way? 
Yeah, Cooperative Ventures is a really exciting way for Growmark to accelerate innovation in and out of the system. Because we're looking at not only a financial investment, but also a strategic investment in these startup companies. So what that means is Growmark will invest some money in these startup companies who fit that investment criteria, but we'll also partner with those startup companies to look at ways that we can pilot their products, that we can potentially commercialize their their products through our members um, or even in, in our own business. And what, what that will do for us is really bring outside ideas into the organization so that we can grow even faster, um, so that we can embrace new thoughts even quicker, uh, and really so that we can help, uh, at the end of the day, farmers and uh, business customers have access to those technologies even sooner. So cooperative ventures is not necessarily, um, well, it isn't something that employees would be submitting ideas to, but um, in the big scheme of things, any of those ideas that would help our customers make their lives easier is really important to employees as well. How do employees, I guess, submit an idea if they have something um, that they want to, uh, I guess, move it up the chain for consideration? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's something that we're actually working on right now through the Operational Excellence Project to identify what's the best way to do that uh, long term. Because you know, I just mentioned the, the definition of innovation. That's, that's really broad. And so it's not just one thing. It's a lot of things. An innovative idea might might lead to a process improvement. It might lead to uh, automation through RPA, um, or it might lead to something you know in a tech development area, or or something entirely different. Mm-hmm. And so, what we want to think about is the best process for those ideas to um, be evaluated, to get you know into the light, mm-hmm. uh, to get into the right camp, so that they can get um, resources and and get developed. That that ideal process will be developed um, over the next 12 to 18 months. Today, employees that have ideas can submit them to innovation at growmark.com and, um, and we'll help them identify what resources they need to tackle those ideas. You know, a lot of ideas that we've seen from employees are actually best tackled or best worked on at the team level. So often the idea submitter is the best person to work on that idea. Now, I know we're all at max capacity, and so it's tough to find that that time to work on those ideas. And that's where, um, you know, we can come in from an innovation perspective and identify what resources are needed, maybe what collaborative connections are needed. Um, But I encourage you to have conversations with your supervisor about your ideas um, and see what you can do at a team level, and also to reach out uh, to me or to innovation at growmark.com. Um, um, if and when you need additional resources. Well, we're excited about um, the launching of the Innovation Insights newsletter, which will um, actually come out here in, in May, and um, then will be regular regular uh, distributions throughout the year. And um, what, um, I guess, do you have any, I guess, recommendations or suggestions for employees who really want to know more than what we're giving them right now. How how would they how would they find out more? Put a put a, a meeting on your calendar. 
Yeah, I'm, I am happy to reach out um, to, to share what we've seen and what we're working on. I think this newsletter will be a great way, at least once a month, we intend to share stories of other areas and the projects that they have undergone and the impact that those things have had. So please reach out to me if you have uh, your own story you'd like to tell. And if you have questions or ideas about how we can uh, together become a more innovative organization, I would love to hear them. So, Heather, I know that uh, over the last year and a half, two years, maybe even more, we've been, you know, working on ways to solicit ideas. And one of the um, activities that we did was we did a March Madness and talk a little bit about um, some of the ideas that came out of that. Yeah, thanks. So that was back in 2019, which is hard to believe it was that long ago. Um, We learned a lot from that experience. And one of those was that we were underprepared for the number of ideas that came through. We had over 100 ideas submitted. And um, a lot of them were really great, impactful ideas. And so it took us some time to figure out as an organization, we've got these great ideas. Now, how do we allocate the resources to make them come to fruition. So that's taken a bit of time, but I'm excited to say, you know, all of the final four are now in in some status of existence. They've been developed. Um, You know, that includes uh, load check, um, that includes um, some conversations around what what we're going to talk about here in a minute today, which is dynamic business planning. Um, And then we also had, um, you know, some, uh, one of the final four ideas was to Uh, allocate resources towards helping members implement and adopt AgVance. And we've really seen um, over the last couple of years with the evolution of MyFS Solution Center, how critical that is to the future of our business. So as I look back, um, you know, it's crazy that it's been three years, uh, but we have made a lot of progress on a lot of those ideas that have been submitted. And that's one of the reasons I'm excited about this ongoing newsletter is this will be a way for us to better share uh, with employees the progress that's been made on ideas that have been submitted and and innovative works that are going on all over the organization. Well, and I know a lot of times that when you see something that has been submitted as an idea and it's really taken root and been developed, then that often spurs ideas in other people's minds. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think so much of innovation is about iteration. Um, it's about um, that collaboration and, and building upon other ideas. And so just having that openness and transparency to where we can we can all see what's going on, but we also can just have organic conversations about ideas and what other thoughts that sparks for us. Uh, it really leads to the kind of innovative organization we all want to work in. So now we will talk with um, Mark Deach and, and Ryan Bradley Brady about um, the dynamic business process planning planning process and what that looks like and how it's helping our customers uh, do business more efficiently and position product to where they need it to be. And Mark Deach has joined us to talk about uh, his idea and uh, then from a customer perspective, what this idea and the dynamic business planning process does for customers. Thank you. Um, yeah, so about two or three years ago, um, I was thinking about, you know, how to be more customer focused, um, look at different ways to help the customer plan their needs for the year. And when I first started at Growmark, there was a, a, a program called Blueprint that we use for forecasting, and it wasn't very intuitive. Um, it was just plugging in numbers and then 
um, hoping that's kind of what they did. But with with what I was thinking was to actually have a, a sit down discussion with our members of what they actually need, where they need it, um, how much they need, which what plant they needed at, and that would help us with planning on where to position products. Um, it will help with logistics, um, with where they're pulling their product from. Uh, obviously the freight costs are getting, uh, high right now. So anything to help put product where they actually need it, um, to help their business grow will be beneficial for them. So, um, this is really helpful also for inventory, correct? And placing placing inventory in the right place. Yeah. So, um, kind of kind of what we were thinking with with this is again sitting down with the customer to see w- what they need, uh, where they need it. So, what's really cool about this forecasting tool is we'll take their history uh, of three year average of what plant of theirs actually pulled product. So then I can sit down with with uh, the GM or the agronomy manager, whoever the decision maker is, and buy product at the most logistical uh, location for that company. So in turn, uh, for Growmark, we can better position product for our needs, for them, of where they actually need it. So it's it's more putting our product in the right place for us, for our members. So would this be, um, you said sit down with the, with the customer, it's an annual sit down with them because then, I mean, their product rotation changes, what their needs are and things like that. So it's a fairly um, intense process. Yeah, correct. Yep. Um, so uh, the plan is to sit down with them multiple times a year because um, their forecasts are going to change, right, um, depending on what kind of season they have. So the, the kind of you know, blueprint or the basic plan would be to sit down with them at least four times a year to go over what their fill numbers would be for fall and spring, and then what their in-season needs will be for fall and spring. So kind of hit them, you know, all, all in one, uh, four or five times a year. Um, to see what their actual needs are and position product where they actually need it, not just guess. It's kind of what we're doing right now. Even even the member company kind of guesses where um, they need their product to an extent. So this tool will help them actually visualize and see um, where they actually need the product at. So it, this um, website and, and process is ongoing now. You've launched that already. Have you Have you had feedback from customers about how this is helping them and what has that been so we're uh we're in the early stages right now um we've we've showed it to a few customers um the feedback's been really positive um you know from a from a customer's perspective you know what they want is for growmark to know their business and this is just a tool for growmark with everything that is going on uh domestically, internationally, um, to help us better position for their needs. So they're really excited about that aspect. Um, you know, the name of the game right now is, you know, getting with, with prices so high, getting product to them at the lowest cost to help better serve their farmers. So anything, uh, that we can do to help in that regard is is very, very beneficial to them right now.
Okay, so Mark, um, essentially the, the question is, how does this do what it does? How does the process work? How do you get all the information, all the data that you need to be able to help customers accurately forecast what they need? Yeah, so b before all this, um, we were in Omni, and it was very hard to pull actual data um, from one spot. We had to use, you know, three or four different locations to pull the correct data and have it to be any any kind of meaningful, any kind of meaningfulness to it. It was very hard to, to grasp. Um, but right now, since we've been in, with SAP for uh, three or four years, it, it's gotten a lot easier with this new ERP system to pull data from one spot instead of pulling it from three or four different locations. So all that data that we've uh, gathered in the past few years is, is getting pulled from SAP and we're using uh, customer history and where they place their orders to get that information from. So um, if if the customers have been been using the e-supply uh, platform correctly, um, then they will. We will see where their shipments have gone to for the past few years, and then we can better identify which location, how much of that location needs, so we can better help them put product where they actually need it. Okay, so. Uh Ryan Brady, we're talking about the dynamic business planning process. And um, so you get this idea that comes to you and you're on the end of developing um, a website and functionality. So talk to us a little bit about um, how you go about developing something like this to make it easy for the customers to use. So Basically, um, where I started was I had received the mock-ups that they had come up with when they were planning this whole project and just kind of looking through and getting comfortable with those. And then a lot of it was just going back and forth with Mark and with other um, business users who were going to be hands-on with this tool in the end and figuring out, you know, which of these functions are you going to get used from what would you like to see um because i don't you know i don't want to develop something that isn't going to be useful for them or leave out something that could actually be a big benefit so a lot of it you know wasn't necessarily um working so much with the technology as it was working with the people and learning more about the business side of things to kind of um develop that and figure out you know, where we wanted to go with this project. So how long um, does the development of something like this take? And are, do you release, you know, uh, do you launch it and then iterate and get better and, you know, find all the bugs and things like that? Is that how that works? Yeah, absolutely. So we started this project back in September um, officially, and we have just launched phase one. So right now we're in hypercare, which means we're spending a lot of time going back and forth and, you know, they're kind of testing it out and figuring out what works, what doesn't, what they like, what they don't like. Um, 
And then from there, we figure out where we want to go. If it's a quick fix, it gets done now. Otherwise, it'll get added to the next iteration and so on. Um, so we can continuously improve the process. This is all very, very interesting. I want to thank you all for joining me today and talking about innovation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Growmark Podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.